When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks, Sonny. We're twins with Donnie. Okay, so um, a lot of people went and saw Toy Story 4 this weekend. But not enough. 118 million underperformed at the box office, Julia. My sister went in Bozeman with her family. Yeah. She said it was her favorite one ever. She said it's so clever. It holds up. You would have thought more people would have gone, but it underperformed. It. Uh, I felt like that's so much money, but they thought it was going to make 140. They thought it would make 150 million. Why easily. are people so greedy? I don't know because it was in four 4,600 theaters, so whatever the math is. But they're they're very worried about a rocky summer movie season because Dark Phoenix, Godzilla, and Men in Black. Uh, well, they were all bad movies. They right, and Toy Story Four got great reviews. Ninety-eight percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Not, not what they wanted it to be, Julia. People are now. People are getting greedy. They thought it underperformed. No, because The Incredibles opened with one hundred and eighty-two million. Uh, Dory, Finding Dory. I'm uh, just thinking of the time of the year. I mean, summer, summer movie. It's hard. They're not happy. The people are not happy. But maybe this weekend, more. I mean, it's all kids' movies. Listen. Toy Story, Child's Play, Aladdin, Secret Life and Pets. I mean, really, all you have like for adults is Isn't Rocket Child Man. Pay, play, Lori. That's a scary movie. Okay, but that's the teenagers okay. like going to that. I'm just saying that there's not really anything on the box office that Rocket Man and 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 John Wick are the two sort of adult movies right. in the top ten. It's not much choice. No, I, don't I don't know what happened to Late Night. Emma Thompson's movie. If anyone saw it, book smart. You know, I never even saw. I will watch all those when they come on demand. Absolutely, I know I will. What was Olivia Wilde on everything today? For do you know why? Maybe Booksmart has got a a Netflix thing on. I don't know. know. That movie just came out like a month ago, and then. uh, one of my nephews was at the Hugh Jackman show the <gasps> Lori, other night. I wanted to go so bad Saturday night. That's right. John Dream, after he saw the Stones uh, in Chicago, then he comes back and he reviews. Hugh Jackman had a media blackout for this. I wonder why. Maybe they, just... they didn't want reviews. And both Ross Rayla, who apparently had a ticket, and John Marie, they were like, I don't know why this guy wouldn't want reviews of his show because it was... It sounded John, wonderful. John Bream said, the man, the music, the show was one of the more uncompromisingly ambitious, flashily entertaining, and consistently uplifting tours undertaken by a performer you never expected to see in a sports arena. Remember 14,000 people. We gave away tickets that you, I remember thinking, that's not going to sell out. It, I didn't think no, it would. No, and it was like sold out almost immediately. He 
he has so much music in his background between his Broadway shows. I mean, he's a performer, Lord. Yeah, here's John Bream said, no, Hugh Jackman isn't the greatest singer or the greatest dancer, but on Saturday, he sure seemed like the greatest guy in showbiz. Oh, I bet it was delightful. Script. He went off script. He helped a fan deliver a marriage proposal, and then Hugh interviewed the couple like an inquisitive journalist and then hugged each of them and made sure the moment was captured on cell phone. Oh. Then he... Pulled a family doctor out of the crowd and said he was having sinus problems. And he opened his mouth for an exam. And the doctor patted the stomach of Hugh Jackson, who's built like uh, Gaston, and told him to lose a little weight. And he just started laughing. He sang seven songs from The Boy from Oz. Oh. Did you guys talk about a movie called Last Night? Yes. Did someone see it? Yes. Okay. Molly wanted to chime in. Okay, Molly, Molly, we're wondering. And this is with Emma Thompson. Written by Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling, yes. Hi, Molly. Hi. Oh, my gosh. It was so disappointing. (gasps) No. Yes. It was not funny like I thought it was going to be. I even had a little buzz because I went to one of the drinking movie theaters and I still didn't think it was funny. Like, it was, I was so sad. Oh. Was it because uh, the character, there wasn't like anyone that you really like? Like, you didn't like the Emma Thompson? Yeah, the guys weren't very attractive. Like, it just felt like they moved along way too, like, I don't know, they didn't build the story very well. It was like the Devil Wears Prada, only, you know, like, the D-list. Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Oh, no. That is yes. disappointing. I bet you were so disappointed because she, everyone sounded so delightful talking about I it. Know. I lost my privileges to pick movies for a while. <laughs> oh, did you? It was that bad. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Molly, do you like going to those? Did you go like to the Alamo Draft House? No, we went to Champlin. Has, um, their movie theater has a bar in it. Oh, so. okay. Yes. Okay. It does. It does yeah, change no, the experience. A yeah, little bit. but guy, when you get your uh, b- picking out your, your movie pass revoked, <laughs> then you know, like when somebody says you're not picking out a movie right. for a while. Oh, geez. that means it was really bad. That's disappointing. I know. Thanks, ladies. All right, Thank thanks you. for calling, Molly. It did not have great no. reviews. It had very tepid reviews, and it sounded like such a great premise. Yeah, it really did. Boy. Anyway, and I would have thought that, you know, Hugh Jackman would have, like, I, he brings no. the greatest live show people. I wanted to see this. He, I know it. Should have gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, 14, it was two, uh, two act, two and one quarter hour show. He, he, he demonstrated <sighs> impressive tap dancing skills. I couldn't believe my nephew, who's 23, went from with Duluth. his girlfriend from Duluth and loved it. I mean, obviously, the girlfriend wanted to go. Oh, yeah. She was the reason that they were going. Sure, but I still think. Yeah. How lovely to see that. Anyway, he played the Pride Weekend card, and he um, pointed out that he just learned from the local One Voice Mixed Chorus, which backed him on a few tunes about the expanded acronym GLBTQIA, I standing for ally. Just adding it, you know, oh, and he, okay. he said, you know, and he just was like, uh, he just said, you know, a theme of his show, which told the story of his life, which is be who you are. And he is this guy who loves to sing, act and dance and tap 
dance and I love it. he had 10 dancers and oh how fun I know, people really enjoyed that show so i think the people who won those tickets were very 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 happy and mindy kaling is celebrating her 40th birthday today today yes All right. well i hope she didn't listen to what's her name who just molly. called us molly. that was molly well i think she just saw the reviews and probably the box office results i don't think wait yeah someone named carol has a alternative opinion oh, on huh? late night oh molly you're being taken to task by carol this is carol, carol. Hi, carol. hi guys i love you have loved you forever i think molly must be doing molly because i loved late night you did what did you love about yeah. it yeah oh is sharp writing emma thompson is a national treasure she looks fantastic she was hilarious I think the reality is she based it on David Letterman. Okay. And I think the whole thing is that this is exactly how writers' rooms are. The, the guy-based thing, the whole macho thing. I thought it was incredibly realistic, and yet not, you know, it didn't have, it didn't sell out the ending. You know, it just, it gave it a real uh, sense of reality. I thought it was hilarious. You did? Yes, I loved it. All it's right, well all worth right. the money. Oh, for crying out loud. Now, would someone call us with the third and this break is, the tie? This is why you got to go see a movie when you really want to on well, your own. Because I right. thank you for the call, Carol, because it's, it's funny because I look at some of these old movies, um, you know, what their ratings were. Had there been a Rotten Tomatoes or Albert Nimoy's yeah, yeah, yeah. book or whatever that guy was who gave all the big thick books. Siskel and Ebert. No, yeah, of the ratings. Mm-hmm. And they're so low sometimes compared to the audience reactions. I mean, like, a 12 was something I watched this weekend. I mean, really that low, but the audience reaction was, I can't think of what it was. Yeah. And you just have to feel it for yourself. Yeah, you do. We I have, know. We have Emily on the phone that would like to chime in. Okay. Emily, yeah. are you, Emily, we're talking about the show Late Night with Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. What say you? So I went in with no knowledge of the movie. My significant other, he was like, let's go see it. It's rainy. So I had no background of it. I loved it, but I also love Emma Thomas. She's amazing. And I really think that agreeing with the woman before me, it was very well written. It was very sharp. And it was, to me, it gave a really good possible actual background of what's happened with other late night shows. And bringing women into the workforce of it as well, too. Oh, right. interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. So I mean, I, I thought it was great. <laughs> All right. All right. Good. I'm still going to wait till it comes out on demand. That's what I decided. I don't have a free night to go. Yeah. Because if it's not raining, I'm going outside. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> my new rule in Minnesota. <laughs> Do we got time for one more caller? Sure. All right. Thanks. Sure. Thanks, Susan. Emily. Susan now we have Susan. Mm-hmm. Susan, you saw Late Night, the movie? I did. I loved it also. I thought um, Emma Thompson was fabulous. I loved looking at her shoes. She's been wearing those pantsuits and the tennis shoes, the, you know, high-end shoes, and they were in this movie, too. And I thought uh, Mindy Kaling was good. And I just thought the whole thing about, one, women getting older, still being able to change and be relevant. Um, She's still relevant. And not giving up on quality and not dumbing down right um just to stay relevant it was fabulous best movie in the last six months oh really okay now when she says that i liked it because it's a movie about women getting older and trying to stay relevant and all i can think of is us (laughs) (laughs) well because i what did i watch last night with these two young guys who were just so and i thought 
Yeah, we've been doing this. We've been doing this a while, you know. And yeah, we have. and um, you do have to change. The worst thing that ever happened, I think, is social media. That's my personal opinion, but it also gives people an opportunity to touch people that they never could before. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you mean as far as what's changed in, in our, our job? job in that our job, we have to do that, and that we can't get information. It costs a lot more money to get it these days. Yeah. In the internet. Like, you can't get stories like we used to, and ads pop up. I mean, those are kind of the big changes since yeah. we've been on the yeah, air. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Good thing talking still stays Talking in is still in, people. Yeah. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Okay, before Holly gets to the dirt, there's so many corrections that need to be made so far, and we're not even done with our yeah. show. First of all, I want to give a, a shout out to Kelly, who tweeted at us that she worked at the Hugh Jackman concert, and it was phenomenal. Oh. It was the favorite that she's seen in 10 and a half years of working at the Excel. Everyone wow. enjoyed it. Yeah. And then number two, Lori Graves didn't announce the. Uh, Lori told us that Peter Graves from Mission Impossible announced the winners at Grandma's Marathon. Well, the paper got it wrong because they said Peter Graves announced again this year, and I'm like, is there another Peter uh-huh. Graves? In and we got from JD JDA. He yeah. said, "Are we sure Peter Graves was at Grandma's?" Did you discuss with Annette Fanicello? <laughs> That's what they said. R.I.P. and when is in that Funicello yeah. talk coming? So oh, anyway, Lord. by the way, Peter Graves passed away in 2010. Oh, so Lori, he, I was just I like I just, I just let you go. Yeah, sometimes you sometimes just gotta let we're going to go, have right? a new segment called Listener Amendments. Yeah. Yes, you know. no letters to the editor. Yeah, <laughs> the ombudsman has checked in. <laughs> the corrections uh, portion <laughs> of the program. Yes. Uh, well, we got some dirt to dish. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like you guys like to call a chef's surprise. So okay. let's start out with John Stamos this afternoon. He is breaking his silence oh, on Lori Laughlin's college yeah. admission scandal. Why? With the profound words that it is a difficult situation. Oh, for crying out loud. That's all he's <laughs> that's, saying? Well, I that's, mean, we could have told him he could have said yes. that a month ago, two months ago. Right. So John Stamos was talking to Entertainment Tonight, and he's still not saying for certain that Lori Laughlin is not going to be back on the last season of Fuller House on Netflix. So he said, I haven't been on the show yet, and it hasn't come up, so I'm going to talk to some people about it this week and see what's going on. John Stamos also says, I'm just going to wait a little longer before I talk about it. It, but then he's actually talking about it, so it's like just say what you have to say, John Stamos. He's going to say nothing. Yes, of course, like basically he's, what he said. Well, it's a difficult situation. Say, Why? I'm well, here to say nothing. Yeah, about nothing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Ask me another thing I can't talk about. Yeah, it's like an episode of Seinfeld. Exactly. <laughs> it's about nothing. Also, Candace Cameron Bure, who's a star of Fuller House, she said that she has no idea what's going to happen to Lori Laughlin's character and Becky on the show too. Which I think there's some truth to that because you know y- you don't know. And so, unless until you know, you can't say anything. Wow, that sounded like Yogi Berra. It really, <laughs> really, did. It really did. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> and I'd like to thank the Academy. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Let's move on to a lawsuit that's happening in the world of music. The estates of Tupac Shakur and Tom Petty, along with attorneys from other artists, are suing Universal Music Group. As they should. Yeah, oh, this is all over that fire that destroyed 500,000 master recordings in 2008. Now, this report says their lawsuits seek 50% of any settlement proceeds and insurance payments received by Universal Music Group for the loss of the master. And on top of that, 50% of any remaining loss of value not compensated. I mean, this is a really big deal. And this story only broke a couple of weeks ago. So they've been hiding it. So they've basically been sitting on it. Now, they were public with the fire that happened in 2008. It was near Universal Studios in Hollywood in Universal City. But what we knew at the time is that King Kong burned down and there were a couple other rides and things that were affected. But what we learned a couple of weeks ago is that 500,000 master recordings were destroyed by essential artists wow so they're gonna have to pay up big time it wasn't in fireproof vaults to begin with you would think so yeah but apparently those failed and Mm. you know this is want to happen from time to time in hollywood i mean there are countless stories of old classic movies being lost forever in fires but this is the 21st century you'd think we they would have better, yes. better ways yes, of you would. Exactly. All right, let's move on to effects. They announced that American Horror Story 1984 is premiering September 18th at 9 p.m. Are you guys still into American no. Horror Story? I, I watched I the am. last time. Yeah, I've, watched I've watched every... I'm putting no. it in my calendar as we speak, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the last, the, the last one was good. What was the last one? Sonny, refresh me. What was it about again? Um, I, they had a one that was about the, uh, the election day. Oh, this was no, not that. That no, was there the was worst one, one right after them. There was one. There right was after the one it. where they were all mixed together, where it all went back to the murder house, the original one. Yeah, it all explained everything. It explained or something everything. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the well, worst one was the one where they went camping. That was terrible. Nobody Terrible. wants to go tamping. Well, this 1984 one is the ninth installment of American Horror Story. And allegedly, it's going to be stylized in the vein of 1980s slasher movies. That's creepy. Oh, I that's like going to be scary I as like heck. Yeah, Julia's yeah. face is... Oh, so, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Do you not like, like his writing or you don't like horror she movies? She would like scruples to come back to the television, you know, or <laughs> Dynasty, or let's get some good soaps back on the air. Let's stick with our... I don't know. like to be disturbed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's I love disturbing. to be disturbed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I completely mm-hmm. understand. Yep. Both sides of that sentiment. Uh, George Clooney's got a new gig over on Netflix. He's signed on to direct and star in a feature film adaptation of the novel Good Morning Midnight. Now, they're going to change the name of this novel. Are you guys familiar with this Mm -mm. book? Oh Well, this book is a a sci-fi thriller. Oh, there you go. And it's based on uh, the best-selling novel. Here's a little synopsis. A post-apocalyptic tale follows the parallel stories of Augustine, played by George Clooney, a lonely scientist in the Arctic, and an astronaut 
astronaut on board this whatever spacecraft, which is trying to return home to Earth, as Augustine races to make contact with the spaceship. It sounds horrible. We're not into anything that flies in the sky outside of an airplane. Did anyone watch his Clooney's Catch-22? No. No. It seemed like a guy thing to me. Yeah. Well, it seemed like a guy thing, I guess. Also, to that point, too, it just wasn't necessarily... I don't know. I just didn't feel compelled to watch no. it. I agree. And it even had our guy in it, you know, um, you know, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Kyle Chandler. We yeah. love him. Nope. nope. There was no couldn't do it. Couldn't couldn't do it. it. I don't, don't even recall the reviews being excellent. They, they were weren't. Being, yeah, Donnie yeah. watched it. I bet he finished. He yeah. sticks with those. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't Who has time for that? Mm-hmm. I didn't. We didn't. Yeah. This movie's going to start production I feel in like October. he's done a lot of dogs. George Clooney? Lately, yeah. Yeah, Julia, you're kind of mm-hmm. right. When was the last time that we felt really compelled to watch something He's by a George happily Clooney. married man, father, you know, he probably hasn't wanted to be making movies. He likes... You what know, have we liked him in? But I'm just saying, you know, he's like the got the twins, got married, and he's probably just not making as many movies as he used to. That's true too. Yeah. I mean, I just think the volume of George Clooney's work is uh, lowering as time goes on, and he just wants to hang out in Lake Como. Yeah. Okay. Ocean's Eleven, we liked the American. Those were Up a long, long, long time ago. ago. Long time ago. Yeah. I know. That's at least a decade ago. Ocean's Eleven. Oh my gosh. Early 2000s. Yeah. All right. Well, fine. I'm trying to get something recently. But he's he's happy. And Money Monster with uh, Julia Roberts. That old bomb. Oh, oh, that wasn't a bomb, was it? Is it what? Oh, it yeah. It kind of was. Yeah. I went inside at the movie theater. You did? I did. Tomorrowland. You saw him film that in New Smyrna Beach when my dad lived there. I followed him all around yeah. the town. We never watched that. Well, that was a horrible bomb for it Disney. It was a huge they yeah, he lost a lot Gravity, of money. Gravity, he was in. Ugh. I never yeah. saw it. That was yes. a terrible movie. He really, not. you know what he's been starring in the Mars? Most N- Nespresso. Yes. He's doing commercials. Uh-huh. And he's completely and utterly charming in all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, and they didn't used to even be shown in the States. No. I have he a picture. really hasn't done anything he, good. Yeah, since he got married. Yeah. Well, high hopes for Good Morning Midnight. Not so much. In this this room, at least. Um, I know. We were like down on the astronaut dystopian thing. I mean, I get it. I mean, Brad Pitt has that movie that they're dumping in September at Astra. We don't like these things. Yeah. All right. What's happening on the road? Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Let's talk about sex, everybody. It keeps coming up anyhow. It does. Okay, so another women's libido drug called Valisi. I cannot believe what a bad name. Maybe I'm saying it right. V-Y-L-E-E-S-I. Valisi as in Khaleesi. How many stock How many stock options are we going to have to buy in all these new drugs that are going to help women? I don't know, but... Uh, this is for the libido. Yes, let's. Uh, we've got some audio. We rarely have audio for Sex Monday, but uh, this was... I didn't want to get stuff wrong, like announcers' names at grandma's marathons who've been long gone. I can't even believe that. Julia, I swear my eyes read that in the Duluth paper, and I, too, was shocked. <laughs> okay, but, but not shocked enough to look it up. Okay, here we are with a doctor sitting down with GMA talking about uh, a women's libido drug. Uh, here we go. 
such a huge issue that affects the quality of life of so many women and their relationships and we're 20 years behind men there's only been one other FDA approved medication that you know has had a lukewarm reception because of some of the side effects and contra you know contraindications so this is huge news for women that our sex lives and our desire is finally important enough to get some things through the FDA for the medical yeah. causes. You say 20 years and Viagra was approved more than 20 years yeah. ago. So I mean, like, like Louise said, a lot, long time coming, a lot of women long are saying. Time com long time yes. coming, but to call this a female Viagra is not correct, but they're calling it female Viagra. I think it's getting put out there that way in like a lot of Stuff just so that people can understand, you know, like you go, oh, oh, okay. But a women's libido drug. Yeah, but here we go. Let's get a little bit more from our, our doctor friend at GMA. Well, this is why I think it's taken so long is that we're women are beautiful, complicated creatures. It's our blessing, but it's also kind of a curse sexually. And so when you're looking particularly at women's sexuality, it's like a Venn diagram. You have, you know, the emotional factors, relationship factors and medical factors happening all at once and interacting with each other in a really nonlinear way. So how she's feeling about herself, her body, the person she's with, how close she's feeling as well as her body and the medical aspects that are going on are all important and you have to look at it like a giant picture puzzle there's a lot of play there she and makes so me want to jump up and scream i know all of those facts she just said there's so many things that go into having sex being a woman yes oh. i know it and well, and the thing is because they, they they what how how like if you just were google if you google female viagra all these stories come up about valisi mm -hmm. and um yes viagra begins with a v and yes viagra address addresses a sex-related health issue for men specifically erectile dysfunction well, it's so much easier for men to deal with it right because for this it's low sexual desire and the person who's affected by it the woman is not okay with it and there isn't one obvious cause right. for this thing so mm -hmm. it's an injection yes in your stomach mm -hmm. that you give yourself 45 minutes so it's not the like same, same as, take, as take taking a pill. a pill and then looking down and looking for visible signs of arousal basically or helping yourself. So here's here's uh, how she's explaining how it works. Well, it's believed to stimulate the uh, dopamine production. So in a new relationship when you can't get enough of each other, you're actually making a lot of dopamine. And as a therapist, what I often have couples do when they want to kind of create more desire is go do adventurous things out of their comfort zone because that stimulates dopamine. This treatment stimulates dopamine as well. So that maybe, and this is Dr. Laura Berman. Yeah, Remember, yeah. they she used to be on our show sometimes, mm -hmm, the and Berman. they used to have the yeah. Berman sisters had a sex show. But um, when she talked about that, I just started to laugh because every couple, like on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, they always the ones who do skydiving or do the bungee jumping always have more of a connection because they did this highly, highly dopamine intense fueled thing. Fueled thing. But right. I thought that was good advice if you're in a marriage rut or something go do something on completely out of both of your comfort zones i thought that was kind of great advice. yeah yeah absolutely okay let's just play the last one sunny well the main side effects that were reported are headaches and nausea about 40 percent of women had nausea although very few of them you know only like 19 percent dropped out of the trial so it wasn't so bad and 
uh, 80 to 90 percent of them want to keep going mm -hmm. after the clinical trial. The main thing is high blood pressure. It can increase blood pressure. So if you have high blood pressure or any heart issues, you definitely want to be really careful and maybe not take this. But either way, obviously, you want to talk to your doctor about it as well as your sex therapist. Well, it's good that we're talking about yes. it. Yes. Thank you. Yay, Dr. women. Yay, and women. Yeah. Too. This lady was so, Dr. Berman was was so excited about that stock investors weren't happy it won fda approval on friday but it yep. didn't do the investors you know like they're not gambling uh on like that this is going to be some revolutionary thing but i think um you know dr berman was excited about it because um she's like basically what they're finding out is that the women who did participate even the ones who got sick not so sick that they needed anti-nausea medication still wanted to stay on it yeah, yeah yeah still wanted to stay on it and uh it's they're calling i mean it's even boxed in pink they're calling it female viagra and previously the only fda approved drug in the lady libido market was something called adia a-D-D-Y, remember that? A-D-D-Y-I. Mm -hmm. In fact, we thought it was like a diet thing, and that was um, designed to treat basically low sexual mm -hmm. desire. They call it HSDD in um, premenopausal women, but you had to take it every day, and you could not ever, you weren't to drink with it. Right. So that one just sort of went... Didn't really I think go this anywhere. Is, uh, you know, anything that can help people who are suffering from this. I mean, why not? Yeah, and it's been FDA approved. Well, and they're they're just wishing that it could have been like that. It didn't involve an injection. Sure, that you of didn't course. have to give yourself a shot in the stomach. You know, yeah, but maybe there's a reason off. for it that well, they have to give it that the it works better if you inject it into your system versus eating it orally. I mean, basically, the bottom line is low sexual desire. Let's in a it. woman is a very, very, very Common. complex issue right. because scientists haven't figured out all the pathways that lead to sexual desire. You have two sexual brains, if you will, in your body, the one that sits on top of your head and the one that's located in the mm -hmm. triangular area of your body. And for guys, you know, it's just like it's a more easily response, you know, thing, right. you know, they, whoa, there it is. And look down. And um, so anyway, I mean, this was just published in the Mayo Clinic proceedings, this whole uh, everything that they yeah. discovered. Yeah. But there are still a lot of questions remaining about it. But if you have been diagnosed as, um, you know, having just a low libido, very low, and mm -hmm. you've tried everything to get it back. This could be something that could work for you. And 25% of people um, had, they were very, like, they liked the significance of what they felt. They right. felt their sap rising. Should I use an old Judith Krantz uh, thing from a novel? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I've never even heard her say that. You I'm just, just made saying, that up. I'm something. Anyway, um, yeah, but 40% of people getting... Being, Injections? No, being sick. Getting, feeling oh, like nauseous. throwing up. That will be a thing that will not help that. But you'd try it once to yes, see if would. it would help. Sure you would. You know. So anyway, so it's called Valisi. What do we think of the name, girls? Well, it ladies. rhymes with Khaleesi, Khaleesi. So that would be the way to re even remember yeah. it. Yeah. Valisi. Yes. I it's just like it. so. Whatever. I know. Lori. I know. It's Whatever. better than 80.
Yeah. Addy or whatever that one was. I'm not so worried but, about the how, what the name of the drug is. I I think I think it would be hopeful if you were struggling with that that there would be an opportunity to find something that would help you. Yeah, I mean that would be great. Yeah. So I'm all I'm all for it. I thought, and like Dr. Berman said, women are complicated. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Thank you. One thing would work for someone else, then one thing, you know, you just know none of us are alike. Whereas, like, erectile dysfunction. Well, one little thing. It's Put so straightforward. It's such a mechanical issue. It, you that's know, that's why we're 30 years behind, Lori. Yeah, I know it. Jeez. I wish it was that simple. Wouldn't that be great? But no, you're going to have to just take a shot, but it's out there. It's yes. been approved, it's there. And it is supposed to work because basically those little uh, melacortin receptors are getting stimulated. Bottom line through all of it, which is the dopamine. Okay, got it. Okay. Got it. So. Voila. Voila. There we have it. So We've waited 17 problems. years on this uh-huh. radio program wondering about it, talking about it. Now it's here. It's out there. So you can ask your doctors. She must have had her life ruined by someone. Good song, though. Really, really Zada good song. Lawson. Okay, Julia. Yes, dear. I don't know. I got to watch Big Little Lies tonight. I didn't good. watch it. I've been avoiding the spoilers all day. It was today. good. Was it? Yeah, it just, it, well, what was interesting to me is my guy's over, and he knew I had to watch it, and he's never seen one episode. Mm-hmm. I tried to set it up, and he started asking a bunch of questions, so I paused yeah. it. And I said, okay, here's the j- basic theme of this yeah. show. It's a lie. Yeah. And then living go from there. And he said he thought it was really good. I mean, but going in on the second season, on the third episode, yeah, he, he said that is really compelling. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, because well, he has no idea. David E. Kelly wrote, did some of the best shows on television, you know, back in the, you know, late 80s and into the 90s. Every show David E. Kelly touched turned to, mm-hmm. you know, gold. It's, it's darker this year. Yeah. It's not the happy, pretty stuff as much because they're dealing with the after effect of a lie. Yeah. So but it's it, dark. It, she was living a lie. The Nicole oh. Kidman character was living a lie. They were presenting all of them. The, are. All of them were presenting way happier lives than they had. So they were living the lie last year. But Meryl Streep is yeah. everything. Uh, yeah, she's so good. She is so good. All right. So you know how we've had um um Rocket Man about Elton John and we had Bohemian Rhapsody about Freddie Freddie Mercury. Okay, so now the latest um, biopic music person they're thinking about is Stevie Nicks doing one on her life. Do you think that would be a good one? <sighs> yeah, I mean, why not? But uh, yeah, Here's why who, not? Okay, why so not? here are the different people that um, they would pick to play Stevie Nicks. Tell me which one of these you like best. I mean, Lady Gaga, she just did The no, Star is Born. No. Broadway actress Kristen Chenoweth, Christina Aguilera, no, Reese Witherspoon, no, and Christina Ricci. Yeah, I'm not ready to cast this right now. You aren't. No, I'm not. But remember, Reese Witherspoon did the Johnny Cash. That's right. Rock the line. Yeah. So people can I really can make see them Christina Ricci. I 
I could see that. You could? I could I could see that. Lori's not ready to cast it. Right I'm not yet. ready to cast it. In a way it. of what that really means, because I'll Hollywood speak it, I don't give a fart. Well, I wanted to get your lady's see, opinion on this. I've got something else I want to talk about. You're so obvious. It's happening right now. So the... Emily Evis, you go, well, who the heck is that? Well, she's one of the heads of Glastonbury, which is this upcoming weekend in England. Right. It's like they're the English Coachella or Bonnaroo, if you will. So she tweeted this. Uh, Before this gets out of control, and it's a screenshot of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper and Stars Born. Before this one gets out of control, the answer is no. That isn't happening. Although you can watch The Amazing Star is Born in our Pilton Palai Cinema at 4.30 p.m. on Friday. And she did a screenshot of could Bradley Cooper and Lady Kaga be uh, playing a secret of Star is Born set at Glastonbury. So she's like, no, before this. And so she is one of the ladies or one of the heads of Glastonbury. So are, I my question to you they guys, are. are they trying to supr- uh, protect the surprise and this is all BS. And if and if if they are doing something together, wouldn't he need a lot of rehearsal? Bradley Cooper. How do you know that he isn't rehearsing all the time? Because he's filming the Leonard Bernstein movie on the East Coast. I think I mean, it's one thing to sing and play the way he did in the movie when you have editors and sound technicians in a closed environment. It's another Lori, thing. To we sing. saw him perform at the Academy Awards live. I know, but that's one song. Well, that would be all he'd do with her. Is she performing there? Yes. Well, so he'd fly in and sing a song. All right. What do you think, Is that Sonny? really, did that really usurp my Stevie Nicks conversation? It certainly did. We already this, talked about this on our show. I know, but we didn't get into that the woman from Glastonbury was like, okay, I'm putting this, I'm setting this aside and stopping <laughs> the rumor now, go watch. And the fact they're showing A Star is Born at the Glastonbury in one of the tents for, if it's raining, I suppose, people need to go somewhere. Mm. What do you think? I don't know. A lot of the stories that you guys do, I'm just learning. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, okay that is the best way. If we're saying I don't yeah. care, so we've got three. Well, no, of not us. that I don't care. I just I don't feel like I have enough details about it to act- to give an accurate opinion on it. Yeah. I feel like I'd be speaking out of turn. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I don't care if they sing it together again. I care if they hook up. Yeah. If you want to know their true love story? I don't care. I don't care if what. I said, I think that's what everybody Loki wants I know. to happen. That's all I care about. So if they're going to go over there and make out on stage and tell everyone they're together, I'm all for it. Yeah. But if he's just going to go over there and sing Shallows again, I've heard it. Yeah. I've got the album. I just listened to it. Yeah. I've seen it on TV. I'm sick of those two. Yeah. Either screw uh-huh. oh my God. I love or that. don't. Uh, yeah. Either do something or not. Right. Don't foster these, you know, don't add fuel to these rumors. Right. She could just say it's not happening. Okay. But they both want attention because they're celebrities. Well, it all started with this DJ across the pond who said that she heard uh, there was a secret performance happening. Like our secret performance at the Cat Video Festival. (laughs) Exactly. She has initials TS. And the word was that they were going to do a sick six song set together which seems like a lot of singing well, if and do we know so there's a rumor that someone's going to do a six song set with lady gaga it's yeah. madonna <laughs> that's it it's madonna Wouldn't that be something it's madonna I don't there think you go so. i don't think so 
I mean, but Glastonbury would be a perfect place. But I just think that he needs a little bit more, you know. I don't care about those two anymore. I either want them you to want poop them to or do get it? off the All pot. Right. I really do. Okay. Well, I like it. All right. Do something, you two. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has penned a hilarious fake review for his gin company. Um, I tried to get in. I tr- do you know? All right. Yes. Tell me. Anyway, he just, you know, he's, he's always tongue, he's, he's always doing, you know, uh, tongue in cheek, but he really is doing a gin. He looked over at George Clooney and saw all that tequila money, a billion dollars. He's mm-hmm. like, I need to get that. Anyway. We learned that on Friday you were supposed to spank your mint from Stephanie. Spank your mint? Yeah, to get the scent, the mint leaves. You oh, my spank word. It a little Who bit. knew that? I Slap bet, the halibut. I bet that Coming was a, soon that to was a liquor store. Hey, Sonny, thank you thank so much you for, for filling everything. in. We appreciate it. We'd love to do it again sometime. We don't know when Donnie will ever be gone again, but we'll call you when he's gone. <laughs>